Happy Monday and welcome to another episode of the Equestrian Performance Mindset Podcast. I am Jocelyn Liljeno, I'm an event writer and mindset coach and of course also your host for this podcast. And I am absolutely thrilled that you decided to tune in today because together we are going to make sure that you start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your riding. Happy Monday, as always. I hope you've gotten off to an amazing start of this week. And if you haven't, this podcast is it. If you're new to the podcast and our community, make sure you give this show a follow so that you don't miss out on any of our future episodes. And in one week's time, we are hosting our first ever in-person event. This is a mindset masterclass and we only have three tickets left. You heard me three tickets left. So if you are in Wellington, Florida next week, Tuesday, the 21st of March, and want to learn more about how to be at your best when it really, really matters to deal with pressure or competition nerves, if you want to improve your ability to focus and increase your confidence in the saddle, then this is the event that you're going to want to be at. Guys, I don't come over to Florida very often. In fact, this is the first ever time I'm going to be in Florida. And who knows when I'll be coming back. I live over in Europe, Belgium. So if you are over there and you're just least bit interested in this, go to mindic.eu slash events and get one of the last tickets. You can find the link to that also in the show notes. It's mindic.eu slash events. So to talk about today's episode, this is a bit of a special episode. And in this episode, I am together with my dear friend and co-coach Lorna diving into the topic of should you say I am depressed? Oftentimes, when we go into personal development, we start with affirmations. Those are those statements where we say things like, I am, I am depressed, or, you know, preferably you want to say things like, I'm confident, and I am a successful writer, and I am getting better every day, and I am progressing, and all those kind of positive statements, right? But sometimes we hear people saying things like, I am depressed, or I am sad, or I am not a good writer. And whenever I hear things like this as a coach, I always tell people, don't say that. Because every time you say that, you are affirming to yourself. And every time you say that, you're sort of brainwashing yourself into becoming that what you put after I am. The words I am, the two words in the English dictionary, I am, are two of the most powerful words in the English dictionary. So... Be careful what you put after those two things. But also, listen to this episode where me and Lorna go a little bit deeper into this. So when you go into personal development and you dive really into those topics, there are going to be things that pop up where you're not quite sure what is right and what is wrong. There's going to be things that are contradictory because psychology, personal development, they are not topics that are exact sciences. They are not like math where it's like, one plus one is two and that's it and there's nothing else that one plus one can be like that is an exact science psychology sports psychology equestrian stuff for that matter those are not exact sciences and oftentimes you go into those things that are contradictory and me and Lorna were obviously very very deep into this materi- 
both of us. And we often come across those things that are contradictory. And uh, we often, in our weekly call that we have together, we dive into those topics and uh, we dive deeper into them and we figure things out and uh, we sort of become smarter together and we figure things out as we talk about them. Now, what we realized is that those conversations we find are pretty cool. And we think that there are many of you out there that are going to appreciate actually being part of those conversations with us. So we've actually started recording them and we are going to start to publish them as podcast episodes. So this is the very first one of those kind of episodes. There's going to be many of those in the future. And uh, you can literally be part of our me and Lorna, our private conversation on Friday afternoon, and we invite you in. And as I mentioned in the beginning, today we're going to talk about this concept of I am. Should you say things like I am depressed or should you not? Are there certain times when it's okay to say things like that or should you not say it at all? Right, so this is something that I asked myself and that I asked Lorna about and, uh, and that we dove really, really deep into. So without further ado, I'm going to dive into this recording that we made and uh, enjoy. Should you say things like that you are in a depression or should you not say that? Well, from everything I've read, obviously depression is based on the past. Anxiety is based on the future. So you should speak about depression because that's caused it in your past. Whereas if you're anxious, you're worried about something that's going to happen in the future. Where I'm going with this is like, should you say I am depressed? Because like every time you say that, you're sort of affirming to yourself that you are depressed. Like you need to accept where you are, create awareness for what is, define your current reality and starting point. So, I mean, you need to start where you are. So I guess before you can actually start to get, you have to sort of create awareness of like, okay, I am depressed. But then also there is that thing about like, you shouldn't say, like you should only say like things that you want to be because you are affirming. So like, when do you stop that thing with like admitting where you are and like starting from your starting point and, and, you know, unraveling where you are right now, when do you stop doing that? And when you stop saying things like I am depressed and start saying things like I am happy instead. I guess only when you you get to that realization you want to change. When you realize, I don't want to be depressed anymore. But no one wants to be depressed, right? No. But how many people are depressed and don't talk about it? I don't think it's wrong to say you're depressed. I think it's wrong to keep telling yourself you're depressed and exactly what you're saying. You can't ever get yourself out of it because the words you speak become your belief. So if you keep telling yourself it over and over again, there's no other thing to think, is there? But you have to admit that you are in the first place. Yeah, you have to admit that you are. Like, But it's it's sort of like that, however many steps uh, when you're an alcoholic. Part of that's so many steps program. I don't know exactly how many steps there are. It's like, I am an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Like That's part of their thing that you have to say, I am an alcoholic, right? I am depressed. I am depressed. But I no longer want to feel like this. Yeah. But you have to get it out there before you can start. I think that comes down to everything. When you talked about your jumping, like don't stick a plaster over it and pretend that it's all all right when it's not. Like put it out there, say how you feel, Mm -hmm. but then find a way or a plan to get to move forward out of it. So it's sort of like you call it out once Mm. and then never more. (laughs) But then I guess that might be a trigger for someone. If you say, yeah, you can call out once you're depressed, but then... Never again. I guess you can't get over depression that quickly, can you? No. 
But then also, if you keep on saying I am depressed, really? keep yourself also into it. What are you depressed about? Yeah. What is making you feel down? How do you see yourself moving forward? What are the steps? Yeah, like you say, make a plan. You have to identify what the thing is first. And I guess that's the same in all of this stuff. Whenever I have clients as well, I first want them to, like you say, like admit where you are right now. And you, exactly. you want to be very honest with yourself and also with your coach, because if you don't tell your coach exactly what you think and feel, yeah. they're not yeah. going to be able to help you. So it's really important that you are that honest from the beginning so that you say literally like, you know, this is how I feel right now. I am depressed right now. Mm -hmm. I agree completely. Because until you identify that, then you can't move forward with it, can you? Another question would be, how? what is the opposite of what you feel right now? Like, how would you like to feel? This actually comes down to that GROW model. First, you define your G stands for your goal. So you mm -hmm. define your goal. Where do you want to get to? Eh? And then you define your starting point, your reality. Where where are you right now? So in, the, in this particular example is, let's make it really simple and say, like, your goal is to be happy. I want to be happy. Your starting yeah. point is, I'm depressed. The next step is options. How can you go from your current reality to your goal as to being happy? What are all the different options? And then the W stands for like, what's next? So if you have lined out all those different options for yourself, mm -hmm. then, well, what, what are you going to do the upcoming 24 hours? What's the next step? Mm -hmm. So I suppose in a way it's similar to that, but it's like, you know, you have your reality that like the R and you can obviously... Get, go really deep into that like you say like how, what what's causing that because you're going to need that information in order to come up mm -hmm. with options to get out of there and i guess some people might not know what's causing it no so that is then the first step to actually define what it is make mm -hmm. it really specific and also by the way your goal it needs to be really specific because you can't just say i want to be happy yeah but what does that mean <laughs> like you need to make it something that you, that you can say yes or no have you achieved it i agree because what does being happy mean mm -hmm. but that comes back to question number one so you are actually defining your reality. And when in the process of defining your reality, then it must be okay to say, I am depressed because that's where you are right now, right? It's like when you ask people those scale questions as well, it's like 10 is a positive mindset. That is the ideal situation. That's a 10. All the time you have a positive mindset. And then you got zero, which is you're literally depressed and have a negative mindset all the time. It comes down to when people say it's okay not to be okay. Like it's mm -hmm. okay to say you're depressed. It's okay yeah. to say you feel down. It's just not being stuck there. All that stuff you follow, that people, their lives are amazing and everything's wonderful mm -hmm. and you see only the best parts of everyone's lives. Like it, mm -hmm. it is okay not to be okay. Mm -hmm. But then you need to find a way out of it. So that comes back to that thing. is like, it's okay to admit that you're not okay. It's okay to mm -hmm. admit that you're depressed. Like that's the first step. But then... I know you say all the time, you know, it's challenging, it's not difficult, but it's okay to admit you're struggling. Like, it is okay to say that. I know you're always like, oh, it's a challenge, you know, it's it's difficult. But I think when a lot of people start off with all of this stuff, it is a struggle for them. But then your struggle can then become a challenge. But again, it's about how you label the things. I think I think it's all right. Like, all of this stuff, it is okay to feel like that. But by getting it all out there, the only way you can do is start confidence is like a brick wall. Like, mm -hmm. you're either building it up or you're knocking it down. So even if you go that. really slowly and it's one brick at a time to build your wall... Mm -hmm. It's better than being knocking it down. So how so, many bricks do you build before you stop saying I am depressed? Well, you need a good foundation layer, wouldn't you? 
you would need for me and this is just comes into my head you would need like i'm thinking of the puissance wall that's what i'm actually thinking of you'd need at least two or three blocks in the bottom to make it stable that bottom foundation has to be really stable Mm -hmm. in that moment you're no longer depressed at that point you are getting out Mm -hmm. of your depression And there's always stuff to work on. There's always stuff to keep building. Mm-hmm. But I love that. You're either building your wall or you're knocking it down. Yeah, I love that as well. And if your foundations are really strong on the bottom, yeah, it mm-hmm. might take a while to get to the top of your wall, but the bottom bit is solid. It's yeah. not going anywhere. And even if your wall did come down, your three rows on the bottom is still really solid. So that, that means that you can't really become depressed again, is that right? You can feel down, but not at rock bottom. You've always got tools to start building yourself back up again. Yeah, I suppose I want to make this like really black and white which it isn't but when you should accept that a client says she's depressed and when you should start saying you know what don't tell yourself that because by you telling yourself that you're keeping yourself in that situation only i think only when you've admitted to yourself what your issue is and only when you've managed to start talking about it and you have some tools in your toolbox that you can use the moment you've started working on it literally when you've got you've got a way out you've got a way forward when you've got your options mm-hmm Because until you have them, you're going to remain depressed. You're going to remain down. Mm -hmm. And everyone's allowed to feel down. But then the moment you have your options and you started taking steps forward, is that the point where you're not allowed to say that you are depressed anymore? Mm -hmm. Because you've got those tools to use to help you. Yeah. So then actually by saying I am depressed, then really you're just making an excuse because you you know what to do. You're knocking yourself back down again when potentially you've managed to move one, two steps forward. Like you always say, and especially all that habit thing, like keep building on it. It's, it's one more step in the right direction, even if it's the tiniest step ever. So maybe it's like, you know, in the beginning um, where you, you know, haven't started building your wall yet. It's like you can say that you are depressed because you have, you don't have any, like you don't even You've have got a first no brick stone that you can knock down. You're already at the bottom. Like uh-huh. it doesn't matter what you say in the beginning mm-hmm. because you're already at the bottom. Like, it's like it really doesn't matter. It can't do There's nowhere, And that's true because people say when they are depressed, they are at rock bottom. Yeah. So that must it can't do any harm. Really, it's a good thing because that's the first step. You, you and unless you've got any tools... Down you cannot start building your wall unless you've got a brick you've got some cement you've got a tool mm-hmm. like you you can't start building it you've got you've got nothing mm-hmm. there's nowhere to go mm-hmm. but if somebody gave you one brick one bit of cement one little trowel mm-hmm. then you can start building that yeah that and wall. then you stop and then you stop telling yourself i am depressed because really that is then just becoming an excuse as at that moment that is just bullshit because you have tools and you have options Mm -hmm. you have a way forward to work yourself out of it Mm -hmm. i think as soon as you've got a way out as soon as you've got a way out of any of this you've got a step forward you need to understand Mm -hmm. the root cause it's all good and well to be like oh yeah but i'm depressed or like i would often say to myself or i said a lot to myself in the positive like like, i'm just not talented i'm not talented but i got to a point where i realized that that was just an excuse really it was an excuse for not working hard enough to actually become better. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, I don't have a shot at becoming a professional writer because I'm just not talented enough. It's really just an excuse. It's just bullshit. It's just an excuse to not have to go out and work hard enough to actually get to that top level. 
I think it's also really important to get to the to the real cause because it's like it's so easy to label it and just like and that's when you use it when you generalize I suppose when it's just like I'm not talented enough but really it's like yeah but go further into that like what makes you feel like you're not talented enough and you know go deeper into that and it's like when you say like yeah well I'm I'm depressed yeah well what is the like you said like what is the reason like what is it that you're feeling down about you can't stick something over the top of it and start building your wall back up without finding out what is right at the bottom of it. Otherwise, it's just going to fall back down again. Now, I think about like in IT, you know, when you have, you call, talk about root cause and, and workarounds. So let's say you were to um, have a problem. You can't send in out invoices because there's something wrong in the data. You first of all need to make sure you get those invoices out. Like that's that's priority now. Like you don't know yet what caused it to be, be wrong in the data, but you need to get those invoices out, right? So but probably what you're going to do is like, you're just going to end up like typing that up, invoice up manually, and then you're going to send it out. It fixes that problem in the moment, but it's like it hasn't fixed the root cause because like tomorrow or next mm. month, you're probably going to have new invoices that are going to be wrong because you haven't fixed the problem behind it. You haven't fixed the root cause, but you can do that. The workaround, the workaround mm. right now is typing up manually. Eh? That's that's solving the problem today. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's sort of like that. I think, you know, gratefulness and all those kind of stuff it's sort of like workarounds like it is that band-aid like it's it's a workaround it solves the problem today but that is not to be seen as a long-term solution it's great to do that to just survive the day but you still at the same time in parallel you need to go back and fix the root cause you need to do both sometimes it takes a long time to fix the root cause and maybe you're going to lose your motivation to even like, you know, be working on the root cause because you feel so shit in your day to day life. So you need to also continue to doing that work around. And I need to do maybe I, I think you need to do both, which actually comes back to that thing we talked about a while ago. Also, you know, does it work to put a smile on your face? I think mm. that's a workaround. Mm. I think that is something that you can do in the moment, which, which fixes it in this very instant. Yeah. Step into a role, pretend you're someone else that that works right now. But that is not fixing the core problem. You can do that, but at the same time, in parallel, you need to go back and work on the root cause. That is all we've got for you for this episode. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as we did. If you did, please go ahead and share this episode with your friends, family, near and dear. And don't forget... Our event in Wellington, Florida is very, very soon. It's the next week, Tuesday on the 21st of March. And we got three tickets left. So if you're just the least bit interested, go and check this out on mindic.eu slash events. And I can't wait to see some of you there. Have an amazing week and I speak to you next week. Oh, and I challenge you to start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your writing. Take care.